And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield, ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. Good MAGA morning. It's Tuesday. Hello, everybody. Chats are open. We're live. Rumble, CloudHub, Getter, Twitter, Facebook. Wherever you are, <clears throat> wherever you're following, hit the share, hit the like, retweet, repost, retruth, whatever it might be on Rumble. Make sure you're hitting the thumbs up button on, on the video. And if you're not following, follow. Help juice the algorithm. Really helps uh, put the show in the right recommended categories. Good morning. Black Rain Patriot, Central Pennsylvania. AP Unfiltered, good morning. Looking for my boy, Kung Fu Brian, who, those who might not know, was, uh, had open heart surgery and then went to cardiac arrest and had CPR done on him for like three minutes and all of his ribs were broken. And he was uh, in ICU and now he was in a cardiac step down unit. He, he's from uh, Kentucky. He was not in the, sh in the chat yesterday and I don't see him this morning. So prayers to, uh, to Brian in Kentucky. Hopefully you're doing all right. And we hope to see you soon. <clears throat> We're live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here, MAGA Mornings. And uh, we'll be back tonight for We The People Radio with James Curry at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right here. Rumble, everywhere you're watching. Easiest way to get to the Rumble channel, 1776live.tv, right in your web browser. Brings you right there. And we're going to be joined uh, tonight again by uh, January 6th uh, political prisoner, unfortunately has been convicted and is facing a minimum of 10 years in prison when he gets sentenced this month christopher warrell and i believe his wife trisha will be joining us tonight and we'll be uh just i guess you know talking about everything that's going on i appreciate you being here you stumbled upon the show yesterday ap unfiltered thanks for uh, being here in the follow greatly appreciate it so we got a lot going on georgia is uh, amping up to politically persecute and attempt prosecution of Donald J. Trump. D.C. judge, the uh, Obama appointee, is going to do everything she can to probably screw Donald Trump out of a defense. You have some people calling uh, what Jack Smith is attempting to do 
uh, in order to seal documents and things as the and the uh, protective order over you know D- Donald Trump's really gonna gonna uh, make sure there's uh, uh, violence towards you know judges and things like that. The protective order, which some say, including who I'm not a fan of though, but he he is uh, you know a a brilliant legal mind. Alan Dershowitz says is a violation of First Amendment rights. And uh, got some videos. You know, Fulton County, Georgia was uh, a hotbed for irregularities. I don't, I don't know if we're allowed to say that now because now I think if you question the 2020 election, there's a chance that they could throw you in jail or prosecute you uh, for, just, for just muttering the words now and, and thinking about it. But uh, to them, I say go to hell because I'm going to keep saying it no matter what. It's only a matter of time before. You know, they start going after uh, people just sharing their opinions on what they think or know that happened in the 2020 election and, and other things. You know, you know how it goes. If we don't, <laughs> if the reins don't change hands soon, I think we're all in trouble. And I even saw a, a, a article this morning about, you know what, I'm going to start with that. Why not? I literally saw this about 10 seconds on, on Twitter before I hit the go live button, which we all, all of our streams are live. Again, thanks for being here. Chats are open and I see you guys. So any questions or comments, if it's uh, something great or a question, I'll be sure to try to uh, answer them or address them. So here we go. Security increases for judge assigned to Donald Trump's January 6th criminal case. This is a CNN politics story. Now, good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Hog, one of the great memers of the Dilly Meme team. So this is interesting. Security increases for judge assigned to Donald Trump's January 6th criminal case. Now, from what I understood, and I only read the first paragraph of this article before I decided to share it with all of you, is that they are, it's, it's not a, an official thing, that this is something that CNN observed. But again, I didn't read the whole article. But what caught my eye was, security increases for this Obama-appointed Democrat, very biased judge, very biased judge. But remember when we had Antifa, BLM, the left, literally attempt to assassinate a Supreme Court justice, okay? Literally, and, and publicly, literally, encourage the public harassment of Supreme Court justices, even offering money for different levels of harassment in public at their home. I mean, they were putting flyers out. I'd have to go back into my posts and see them. They were all over, they were all over the place, D.C., everywhere. Home hometowns of of SCOTUS's uh, SCOTUS justices they were doxxed, okay, and nobody nobody would um, would do anything about it. I think one governor, what was it, the governor of Virginia assigned the state police to one of their homes, but nobody cared. Even Democrats in Congress didn't care. No, nobody cared. Most rhinos didn't care that SCOTUS justices' lives were put in jeopardy over Roe v. Wade. Thank you, Donald Trump. And other things. Literally, they had somewhat attempt. It was it was foiled. They grabbed the guy. He had weapons going to was it Kavanaugh's house, I believe, to assassinate him. 
but now we have this DC judge who nobody's threatening. And what they're doing is they're, it's all optics. It's all fabricated optics. Donald Trump put out a truth about if you come after, if you, if you're going to come after me, I'm going to come after you. And everybody went crazy on the left and, you know, rang Jack Smith's phone all night saying, we need, you need a protective order and, and the judge and, and this and the insurrection and the fedsurrection and the, the dangerous orange man and all of his MAGA hat wearing white supremacists are going to, are going to come after this judge and come after everybody. It's all bullshit. It's all just that fabrication of the narrative that we are very, very bad. The MAGA hat is the new clan hood or the new, uh, uh, Nazi armband and we're all going to go and encourage you know pick for pick forks and torches in front of this judge's house meanwhile that's nothing about what we stand for yes the judge is biased yes the judge will be unfair to Donald Trump and his defense team and most likely his defense and try to pick away at it or prevent it as much as possible just like they did in other cases for prominent conservatives republicans in dc court it's going to happen this is going to be a ridiculous case but cnn security for the federal judge assigned to oversee the criminal case against donald trump over his attempts to overturn the 2020 election has been increased in the federal courthouse in washington dc cnn has observed now this is just something they're observing i'm not seeing so far that this is an, a, a real thing but it wouldn't surprise me if it is. CNN has observed more security detail to Judge Tanya Chutkin and Deputy U.S. Marshals discuss security plans for the judge on Monday. I mean, that's a given anyway. They have, a, they have the place on lockdown. Um, they, will, they will have the courthouse on lockdown around it, I'm sure, when they're, when they're doing some actually extra security. Fulton County, Georgia, they already have streets on lockdown, I think, as of yesterday. We'll get into that, too, because there's a whole bunch of crap with that. You know, all these court cases, you have to make sure you keep them straight. You got D.C., you got Georgia, you got New York. You got It's, it's wild. It's wild. The U.S. Marshal Service handles security at the D.C. District Courthouse, and a spokesman for the service said it takes the responsibility very seriously, obviously. This, this whole article is just something for leftist idiots to tweet out because that's where I found it on some leftist idiots page with a big following saying that, look – they, they have to up the security for the judge based off Donald Trump's big bad tweet about if you're coming after me, I'm coming after you. I mean, that's not a threat towards judges or anybody else. That is literally when Donald Trump becomes president, he's going to do whatever he can to expose the corrupt, biased, deep state, and everybody involved. Ensuring that judges can rule independently and free from harm or intimidation is paramount to the root rule of law and a fundamental mission of the USMS. Spokesperson Drew J. Wade told CNN, while we do not discuss our specific security measures, we continuously review the measures in place and take appropriate steps to ensure the integrity of the federal judicial process. Meanwhile, nobody made statements like that about the SCOTUS justices again, where there were actual assassination attempts made. The uptick in security inside the courthouse comes after security measures, including fencing and yellow tape, were taken down following Trump's arraignment last week. There was more security at Trump's arraignment in D.C. than there was at the Capitol on January 6th. And they had a hell of a lot of intelligence that there might have been 
issues on January 6th and did nothing about it. Even the Capitol Police chief said that to Tucker Carlson. So that clip is going around. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's wild. Trump has already said he will be asking for Chutkin to recuse herself from the case, which she should because she's completely biased. I mean, she is a... She was a Hunter Biden colleague at one point years ago when she worked for a law firm before she was appointed. I mean, she knows the Biden family. She's donated to Biden and I believe Obama. At least Biden, I believe. Yeah. There's no, and uh, Donald Trump, he, he put an ad on truth. There's no way I can get a fair trial with, with uh, the judge assigned to the ridiculous freedom of speech fair elections case. So federal prosecutors are now asking for a protective order restricting what Trump and his team can do with evidence shared with them through discovery in the 2020 election case. And that is against free speech. That's against the First Amendment because during the discovery uh, uh, stage, if they have things, they should be able to speak about them, post about them. This is the evidence against me, especially in this case. We're talking about a past president. And even Alan Dershowitz says it, and we'll get to that article, is we have, as, as American citizens, we're, we're voters, we have the right in this specific case, I believe, to see all the evidence against a past president, current presidential candidate. What is going on in discovery? It should not be hidden by a protective order. That only tells me they're grasping at straws and looking for an excuse to hide it from the American people so that they can form and push a narrative out to us, the American voters, of look how bad this orange man is. That is what they're trying to do. This has nothing to do with protecting anybody or protecting the case or the details of the case. This has everything to do with we don't have a lot, and we don't want this very smart and cunning businessman, past president, to destroy us on social media with his tremendous, more than tremendous base. That's what they don't want. Of course, they pointed to Trump's truth social post last week that read, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. So they are responding to this protective order. They did already. I think it's like a, I don't know. It, it's posted somewhere. I think Laura Luma posted the response from the Trump team. But this is, uh, the first hearing supposed to be set for August 28th. This is not going to be a speedy trial, people. It, by any means, it's not going to be a speedy trial. And they're just going to keep doing things like this. CNN, other mainstream, the mainstream media outlets are just going to fabricate it as Donald Trump is doing anything he can to intimidate witnesses and judges, and then you're going to have everybody on the left and a lot of left-leaning press idiots on Twitter saying he's violating this order and that order and conditions of release and jail him and remand him and just stop already. I mean, it is such BS. Uh, hold on a second. Thing up here. So, yeah, this is how to set up a blatant hack job 101. Absolutely. But you know what the problem is? They're really good at it. I, I got to give it to these sickos on the left. They're good at lawfare. 
They're good at framing narratives and getting sickos to push it. And they're good with, with, with getting away with, with no accountability at all. We're just getting away with launching these hand grenades of lies and allowing them to explode and the fallout uh, to spread. It, it's wild how they can get away with it. And what's even wilder is the spineless Republicans that do nothing about it because they're all part of the same club. They're all part of the uniparty. It's disgusting. Where do we turn? Who's helping? Who's fighting? There's very few fighters there in Congress, if any at all. Very few. Very few. And that's why it's always, we need more. Where do we find them? We find them in people like you. That's where we find the fighters. Realize all of these people in Congress were just regular people at one point. Not all of them. And they ended up in Congress and entrenching themselves in special interest groups and seeing all this money. And not all of them, but most, majority of them. Like people like Matt Gates, he doesn't take any corporal, uh, corporate uh, donations. Still, I believe he does not. And I believe he might be the only one you can say that about. He, he talks about it. Um, it's, they're all bought and sold. They're, even, even I'll be honest with you, the Freedom Caucus... Even them, not a majority of them are all bought and sold. And, and unless we have, we need, we need the true American blue collar farmer type industry type street people, street people. I mean, street smart, not Harvard graduates in Congress, shaking shit up, grabbing necks, Grabbing neckties and saying, listen, you little pencil neck shitheads. This is what we're going to do. Take your house rules and shove them up your ass. Because if you're not going to fight for America, you're going to be picking up your teeth off the house floor. And that's the way, that's the way right now, that's the way our Congress needs to be. We need to push out the weak. Push out the bought and sold. And the only way we're going to do that is starting local and working our way up, getting people into positions to be comfortable with running for national and uh, federal office, run for school board, run for city council, see what it's like governing, see what you can do. And if we don't in the next, I don't even know if it can be saved in the next 10 years, if we're, if, if we're not changing faces in congress i mean you have in, in the next 10 years i think a quarter of congress will be dead yeah hog people like you get on your bike and go to dc i'll i'll i'll, I'll support your uh, your congressional campaign <clears throat> it's wild it is wild trump's florida judge orders DOJ to unseal documents and justify DC investigation. Make congressional fist fighting great again. They should literally have a boxing ring right in the house chamber, right in the Senate chamber. You guys, you guys want to fight and use all your fancy words, put the gloves on and get in the ring and knock the shit out of each other until you can figure this out. Yep. Blue collar, Harley riding, America loving, deer killing, rednecks with a bit of a brain. I'd rather the street smarts than the book smarts. 
then get in there and run for Congress because I will support every single one. America first. Everyone else can eat shit and die. I said it before 9 a.m. So <clears throat> Trump's Florida judge, Trump appointed, just kind of put the smack down a little bit on the old uh, commie, un-American, not even America-living, uh, Obama-loving, garbage special prosecutor, U.S. District Judge for the Southern District of Florida, Aileen Cannon, Trump appointed, issued an order Monday pressing the DOJ and Jack Smith about its conduct in former President Donald Trump's classified document case. This comes from the Daily Caller. Cannon ordered DOJ Special Counsel Jack Smith to unseal two filings and give a legal explanation as to why a Washington, D.C. grand jury is investigating matters related to the classified documents case, which is her case in Florida. The special counsel states in, con in conclusory terms that the supplement should be sealed from public view to comport with grand jury secrecy. But the motion for leave and the supplement plainly fail to satisfy the burden of establishing a sufficient legal or factual basis to warrant sealing the motion and supplement. And that's, that came from the judge, basically saying nothing should be sealed in secret. And why are you investigating the documents case in D.C. when it's, be, when it's here under her jurisdiction? Among other topics as raised in the motion, the response shall address the legal proprietary of using an out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate or seek post-indictment hearings on matters pertinent to the instant indicted matter in this district. And that's what Cannon, the Florida judge, she puts in the order. Judge Cannon was responding to the special counsel's motion for a uh, Garcia hearing. Garcia hearing, sorry. I have to get my glasses. I don't know why I'm trying to read without them. I'm old now. I need them for driving and reading some things. Uh, where the special counsel addressed a potential conflict of interest caused by attorney Stanley Woodward representing defendant Walt Nada and individuals who could be called to testify in the classified document case. Trump and Nada are scheduled to be arraigned August 10th for the classified documents case. Smith issued a superseding indictment July 27th with additional charges for Trump and new charges for Mar-a-Lago employees Carlos de Oliveira, who allegedly moved boxes around Trump's Florida estate, because that's a big crime. Smith indicated Trump uh, Smith indicted Trump Tuesday for allegedly contesting the 2020 presidential election. We know that he he pled not guilty, and this goes on and on, basically to say why are you trying to keep everything secret? W what is what are you trying to hide? And, and this is what they want. Um, it's, 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 it's wild. It's wild. And now you have, so you have a Democrat judge in DC, you have a Republican judge in Florida, the Republican judge, judge is asking this Democrat Jack Smith, like, explain yourself. Like, I want an answer. It doesn't seem right. Why do you, why do you have in, in the documents case that's being held in Florida? Why do you have a Washington DC grand jury looking into that as well? It doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense because it's a giant fishing expedition. Get the greet, get the orange man. The clock is ticking. He's running for president. He's leading in every poll 
We couldn't even get Ron DeSantis to come close to him. What are we going to do? Joe Biden's a bag of shit. We don't even have a backup yet that they revealed. I'm sure they have a backup, the Democrats. And this is a reason why in, in D.C., this whole corrupt atmosphere in D.C., Trump is calling on the D.C. judge to recuse herself. Now, I don't think there's been an official request for a recusal from the legal team, but he is obviously uncontrollable and ungovernable, and he's on his own calling for the judge to recuse herself. Donald Trump called on U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin of D.C. to recuse herself from his January 6th indictment case. Trump said on Truth Social, that Chutkin was special counsel Jack Smith's judge of his dreams, which, of course, they're all in cahoots, before continuing to attack Smith, who filed the original January 6th indictment. He also accused Smith and others of attempting to take away his First Amendment rights, meaning to protective order and making everything secret so then he cannot share anything, which I believe is against Donald Trump's freedom of speech as an American citizen, where during the discovery, he cannot share anything. And he goes on, on his truth, Deranged Jack Smith is going before his number one draft pick, the judge of his dreams, who must be recused in an attempt to take away my First Amendment rights. This despite the fact that he, the DOJ, and his many thug prosecutors are illegally leaking everything and everything to the fake news media, which I'm sure is going to happen throughout the case. They're going to leak even Jack Smith's team, I spoke about this yesterday, most of them, if not all of them, especially the, the top ones, are all Biden donors. They're all Democrats. It is the swamp. That jury pool will be full of former Obama staffers, former Clinton staffers that all live in D.C., Obama, Clinton, uh, Biden donors, Harris donors. They... You'll start seeing this more and more to the point where we cannot coexist. Uh, you know what? Let me tell you something. It's funny you say that because I've been getting, I mentioned this yesterday on, on the show, the, the left and the right, the extreme left and the extreme right, meaning hard, just hardcore. When you say extreme, extreme is a bad word now. Take a deep breath of that right wing extremism. It's so grand. Just breathe it in. It's hard to coexist now. Especially for them. See, like people like us, we don't care. But the people on the left, the extreme left, oh, they, they, they can't. They can't even be near us. They cannot even be near what they would label as a right-wing extremist or a Trump supporter. If you mention the word Trump, any supporter of Trump, you're a right-wing extremist. You're not a moderate. And even moderates they have a hard time with because they're so sick. But the problem is now it's affecting our side because now you have all these DeSantards that are exactly the same as the left. They're literally still, as I sit here, trying to boycott my cigar company. It's not working, but they're still calling for it. They're even tagging people in the DeSantis campaign to call upon people to donate my small conservative-owned business, MyPatriotCigars.com. Literally, my cigar company is under attack by DeSantards. Not working, not a, not a fruitful attack by any means. It's actually backfired on them with the help of a lot of people out there, including a lot of you who are watching with retweeting and things like that. And I thank you for that. Mike Crispy on his show over on LFA TV uh, talked about it. And then the real Toria Brooks, she clipped it and she has a huge following and she retweeted it. Liz Willis 
formerly of Right Side Broadcasting, she retweeted it. So many people out there are just coming to my defense and my company's defense, realizing I, I'm a small business, conservative-owned business. I employ patriots, veterans, and first responders. I support patriot, veteran, and, and first responder services, January 6th defense funds, and the dissent, not even the left. The left has never went after my business. They, they never, they've never done it. The Santards rallying to try to cancel my conservative-owned business that I use to fund and support great things. It's wild. It's wild. So, all right, back to this. Back to the violation of Donald Trump's First Amendment rights. John Lauro, Trump's lawyer, said Sunday the legal team has not made a final decision on whether to call on Chutkin's recusal. I think they're going to wait to see what happens maybe after the first hearing to see where her mindset is because they have not been in front of her yet. They were in front of the other judge for the arraignment. So it's um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, popular conservative radio host Mark Levin, not a fan, kind of a rhino. He's weird. He's like a fence rider. Recently land-based Chutkin as the worst radical left-wing Obama judge and cast out on the legitimacy of the indictments against Trump, pointing to her judicial history. However, former Trump Attorney General William Barr, of course, pushed back, who was willing to testify against Donald Trump if asked. He had to put that out there. I was like, hey, if anybody wants me to testify against Donald Trump, just give me a ring and I'll do it. Just make sure the donuts are free because I'm a fat, obese animal and can't get out of my own way. Bottom line is they're going to do everything they can to shut Trump up and his team. They're going to do everything they can to avoid any information that they have to be shared by Donald Trump in the violation of his First Amendment right. Now, not a huge fan, but of course, he is, he is a great criminal defense mind. Alan Dershowitz, not a fan. sure most of you aren't either. He says Donald Trump has the first... Not only Donald Trump, but us as the public, like I mentioned, has the First Amendment right to see evidence against Trump. Harvard Law School professor emeritus Alan Dershowitz said Sunday that former President Trump should have the right to see and reveal the evidence against him, despite special counsel Jack Smith's effort to obtain a protective order against that disclosure. They want nothing out. Jack Smith uses a truth social post as an excuse tonight to seek other restrictive protective order on discovery and limit Trump's access to evidence in J6's case. They don't even want him to have access to it unless it's uh, uh, with with counsel in a secure area. It, it, it's ridiculous. Smith asked Judge Tanya Chutkin to impose a protective order, and the judge, bypassing rules that require giving the defense 14 days to respond in why they should not put this protection order, gave Trump's lawyer until the close of business day Monday to state why she should not impose such an order. So right away, twisting, bending the rules. Dershowitz called Trump's post silly, which, listen, he, he can have that opinion. It's fine. It's a truth post. You come after me, I'm coming after you. It is what it is. You can't expect anything less from Donald Trump. He's based. He doesn't care. He's going to push the envelope, and he's not going to do a day in jail for it. Dershowitz says that the post, it could be misunderstood by one of his followers as an, as, as an encouragement to attack someone. I think anyone who takes that post as an encouragement to attack someone is a retard and not a true MAGA Trump supporter. Just like if, you, if, you're, if you're going to go out and commit, commit an act because you think you're getting some type of cryptic messaging from some 
prophet or political leader or influence, you're an idiot. You need to reestablish your place in society and probably limit your oxygen intake. Self-inflicted, if you know what I mean, because it's ridiculous. No one should be attacking anybody based off a post. Just like nobody should be going to get a COVID shot because somebody advised you to go get one. Stop blaming people for getting the clot shot. But I was going to get fired from my job. Adapt and overcome. Don't be a loser. Navigate your life. And if you can't, out of desperation, because you can't figure out how to adapt and overcome, well, that's on you. Nobody else. But they mandated it. They put a gun to your head? But my job. Go get another one. What are you going to do? Go sweep floors. Go, give me a break. Just give me a break. Just stop with the nonsense. So, even though Trump says he did not intend his truth to be, hey, go out and attack somebody, it didn't. So that's all nonsense. There's no basis for restricting, restricting his free speech as per Alan Dershowitz, an attorney. Instead of restricting Trump's right to post on social media or even to share documents obtaining discovery, Dershowitz said prosecutors could simply question Trump about his remarks or introduce that as evidence against him if it's re relevant. Yeah, they don't have to do anything. They can, during the case, say, hey, you posted this on truth. What did you mean by that? Did you want your supporters to come and attack the judge? Did you want your supporters to come and attack the special prosecutor? They could ask him that or ask somebody that under oath if he were to testify or anything else. They could bring that up in court. But no, they're going to start their games already. In a trial where a former and possible future president was at peril of losing his liberty or his life, Dershowitz said, the public should be allowed to see prosecutors' evidence against him unless there's some very compelling reason for keeping it secret, like if it had something to do with national security or things like that. But even still, past president, this has never happened, who literally is the leading frontrunner for the, for the Republican nomination in the 2024 election, you're goddamn right that every American voter has the right to see everything that comes out in this case. And there should not be any secrecy, no blockage of information by the prosecution and the defense for that matter. And we should be able to see it all because he has a first amendment, right? We have a first amendment, right? To know what's in the documents, everything. There should be no secrecy in this case. And the camera should be allowed in this case, in the courtroom. They don't televise federal court cases, but the judge has the discretion to allow it. I have a feeling this judge is not going to allow it because they don't want us to see certain things. They don't want us to see the mockery of the D.C. District Court, which we know is a mockery. We know is infiltrated by the deep state. They don't want us to see that. If you haven't done it yet, hit the follow Hit the thumbs up button, especially on Rumble. Rumble is the place to be. The chats are open. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody, and get in the chat. Yeah, it's, yeah. We, ha we have the right to see it all. We have the right to see it all. And it is, it it's telling how desperate they are 
to hide the information from us. And that's what they want. So DC is going to be wild. That's going to be a, a, a big case. And now we have Fulton County, Georgia, where was a hotbed for irregularities and fraud in the election from what boarding up windows to, to double scanning ballots to all this sh- crap. But we're not allowed to talk about that because we could end up in front of a judge with criminal charges. Hold on. Coffee break. Ugh, that's good coffee. I'm going to be, uh, I haven't started yet, but I'm going to be doing a little little sponsorship. I'm not even getting paid for it. And we're going to get paid in coffee. So Beard Vet Coffee. These guys are great. I had a Nebraska. I've been uh, chatting with them a lot. Great Patriots. And I don't even remember what my promo code is. I have it written down, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna start plugging them in the morning because uh, I tell you what, even my cigars, which I'm going to plug right now, actually, while I'm thinking of it, um, my I don't like drinking alcohol with cigars. I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, we're going to pair it with scotch. We're going to pair it with bourbon. And I've done that in the past. But to be honest with you, my favorite thing to drink with uh, with coffee is um, uh, with smoke with to drink with cigars is coffee. I can't even talk. I'm off looking in over here at something that I didn't notice. What is that? So yeah, I enjoy coffee with my cigars, not really alcohol. I like dark roast coffee and, and things, and I'll literally try to pair different coffees with different cigars. But speaking of cigars, which is the DeSantis team's favorite company to boycott, the DeSantard's favorite company to boycott, conservative-owned company is mine, my company, mypatriotcigars.com. They are great premium handmade cigars. I get the tobacco from Nicaragua, which is the, before you say commie country and all that, first of all, Nicaraguan government gets no money from the tobacco that I source. Zero. And the best cigar tobacco comes from Nicaragua. It's a fact. Dominican tobacco is good. Nicaraguan tobacco is best. Few cigars to choose from. We have four staple uh, cigars. We have monthly subscriptions. We have a sampler pack. You can buy a cigar for a deployed service member. We have merch. We got it all. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. Free shipping on orders over $100. And yeah, use promo code MAGA and really shove it up the DeSantard's ass because they will not stop me. Yes, you could actually, uh, Dilly has a promo code also from Beard Vet Coffee, so you can go right there, use promo code Dilly too. I just I just wanted the promo code for Beard Vet Coffee because I think it's a great product. Uh, I think it's they're, they're great people. And again, I didn't even want money from them to talk about it. Uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to get sales with my promo code. Send me some coffee. Yeah, that, that's, that's how I, I don't want money from them. Money from my company, MyPatriotCigars.com, literally I will use to support a portion of profits from that company Go to I will go towards the pay, a lot of peace. Patriot Freedom Project, who um, defends January Sixers and helps their family along with things like rent, grocery bills, mortgages, electric bills, and things like that while, fam, while members of their family are in prisons for nonsense. And also uh, veterans... Uh, I'm I'm working on on vetting a few different veteran services, uh, veteran suicide prevention and things like that. 
but uh, I will, I'm constantly donating cigars for uh, veteran uh, organizations and, and things like that. And first responders as well. I'm a, I'm a former first responder myself, paramedic in New York city. So MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off, free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. All right. Hour goes quick, man. Fulton County, Georgia. So, yeah, I'm, I'm already in contact with Beard Vet. I spoke to them. I, I have a promo code. I don't even know where it is. I, I have to set it up, like, to, to start talking about it. But I, I, I have it set up with them. Uh, here we go. Exclusive Fulton County DA Fannie Willis and other extreme left wing biased district attorney who is literally fundraising and amassing a large Twitter following based off her case against Donald Trump. She is exploiting it. It's a conflict of interest. There is nothing subjective or, uh, Justice is not blind in Fulton County, Georgia, unfortunately, with this DA. And there's a lot going on. So Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is eyeing racketeering charges this week. Rico charges, but against who? Emails reveal Georgia officials knew for months about severe tabulator malfunctions, which we know. And there was all kinds of uh, irregularities in Georgia. The Fulton County DA Fannie Willis investigation into the 2020 election in Georgia has sent the Mockingbird media into a frenzy and will likely lead to the fourth indictment of Donald Trump. Once another juicy Biden story is disclosed, probably before, because I think it's going to come very soon. They have the courtroom on lockdown. They have the areas on lockdown, the streets, the barricades are up. So they're, uh, they're preparing for something big. And, uh, there's a lot of issues. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump right to, give me one second. First of all, this Fulton County, Georgia sheriff, who's a clown, this guy, whatever his name is, uh, Pat Labatt, says, well, Donald Trump gets indicted. We don't care their status. He's going to get a mugshot, and he's going to go through what every detainee goes through. This moron doesn't realize that he's going to bend the knee and do exactly what the United States Secret Service tells him to do. He's basically going to stand there with his gold stars on and be the Secret Service's bitch and not do anything. His man, his men will never, ever have Donald Trump in their protective custody, which is good because this, this sheriff in the Fulton County jails, I think lost four inmates this year. It's the most deplorable conditions of prisons you could ever imagine, apparently. There's current stories about it, but this is this moron sheriff who basically is seething and wants to get his hands on Donald Trump. Unless someone tells me differently, we are we are following our part, our, our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your status. We, we got mugshots ready for you. Unless someone tells so basically he he wants he wants to mugshot Donald Trump. He wants to perp walk Donald Trump. He wants to treat him as if he committed murder in Fulton County, Georgia, or strong arm robbery. That's what he wants to treat him as. And little does he know. And this is just his 15 minutes of fame. I'm sure he's good friends with the DA there, Fannie Willis, whatever the hell her name is, because of their deep leftist ties. But United States Secret Service is not going to allow it. And remember... Fulton County, Georgia. I'm going to get right into it. This is uh, Tucker Carlson, 
back when he was with Fox, was talking about the election irregularities in Fulton County, Georgia. They don't, they don't want you to see. They don't want you to watch this. Or what they want to do is they want to spin this as this is all, this is all lies, people. In a warehouse, except it's not true. It now appears there actually was meaningful voter fraud in Fulton County, Georgia last November. That is not a conspiracy theory. It's true. From the beginning, this show has tried to be fact-based when we talk about the 2020 election results. So here's what we know tonight, factually. At least 36 batches of mail-in ballots from the November election were double-counted in Fulton County. That's a total of more than 4,000 votes. Those numbers come from a group called Voter GA, which, along with Bob Cheely, sued to get them. The final tally from the double counts we know about amounts to more than 3,300 votes for Joe Biden and 865 votes for Donald Trump. Will this all come out? Now, before you dismiss Bob Cheely and Voter GA as dishonest partisan actors, keep in mind that the strongly leftist center Atlanta Journal-Constitution appears to agree with this, at least in outline. The newspaper reviewed the available digital ballot images independently and concluded that hundreds of ballots were improperly duplicated. What does that look like exactly? Well, here's what it looks like. At a press conference yesterday, a consultant with Voter GA called David Cross showed how we can be certain that votes in Fulton County were counted more than once. Watch. What I'm going to show you here is two ballots side by side. One of them is marked for Jason Shaw, and it's got a little squiggle mark next to it. You can see it's got the identical mark on the second one. And the ballot image is stored up here on the top left. So this one over here is scanner 5162, that's scanner number three, fax number 235, image number 19. And that matches 234, image 59. So you have the same ballot counted twice in the images and counted in the audit. How that's possible, I don't know. How's that possible? We know how it's possible. (laughs) Every American should want to know. Absolutely. Because the answer gets to the heart of the integrity of our elections, otherwise known as our democracy. We're not talking about a couple of ballots here. We're talking about a lot of ballots, at least hundreds of ballots involved. It's racketeering. Potentially to affect the outcome of the election. Here's another example. Here's one next one. All right, so same facts, number 234, image number two, and 235, image number 61, Republican, Republican. Same exact writing, same exact thing. All the way down to the point where this little spot up in Fannie Willis matches this one over here. So question that that ballot was counted twice. So what's the explanation for this? Well, if you ask Fulton County, these discrepancies, the ones you just saw on the screen, were isolated incidents. Just a handful of bad ballots happens all the time. The county claims that any errors were caught in previous recounts. The problem is that neither one of those claims is true. Surveillance footage obtained by voter GA appears to show large numbers of ballots being scanned multiple times. This is fake, Tucker Carlson. The tape we're showing you to the woman wearing yellow at the desk. (laughs) According to voter GA, she slides ballots into a scanning machine, removes the ballots, and then reinserts the same ballots. This happens multiple times. It didn't the read the is, first how time. How many times were those ballots counted? Exactly. Was each vote counted more than once? Fulton County won't answer that question. Now, one way to know the answer would be to check what are called audit tally sheets. 
Tellingly, for months after the presidential election, Fulton County failed to provide more than 100,000 of those tally sheets, including 50,000 of them for mail-in ballots. When voter GA finally forced Fulton County to turn over the tally sheets, the conclusion was stunning. Here's what the audit found, quote, seven falsified audit tally sheets containing fabricated vote totals. For example, a batch containing 59 actual ballot images for Joe Biden and 42 for Donald Trump was reported as 100 for Biden and zero for Trump. The seven batches of ballot images well, that with makes 554 sense. votes for Joe Biden, 140 votes for Donald Trump, and 11 votes for Joe Jorgensen had tally sheets in the audit falsified to show 850 votes for Biden, zero votes for Trump, and zero votes for Jorgensen. Wait, did you just follow that? <laughs> How is that not flat-out criminal fraud? We'd love to know, because it certainly sounds like flat-out criminal fraud. We've obtained photographs showing what went on during the recount process for mail-in ballots in Fulton County. These pictures were taken by a whistleblower who participated in the recount. She said she noticed something odd, as she did. None of the ballots that she saw had any creases on them. You can see the stacks of unfolded ballots on your screen now. That's strange because, of course, mail-in ballots need to be bent in order to be mailed in. These ballots clearly had never been inside an envelope. Hmm. And then the whistleblower noticed something else. All of the ballots, the whistleblower tells us, have been filled out by a printer, not by hand. They should indict Tucker Carlson, supported too. Exact this same is candidates, ridiculous. Democrats, including Joe Biden. <laughs> Voter GA detected a series of other apparent irregularities in the recount. The group's audit found, for example, that, quote, over 200 Fulton County mail-in ballot images contained votes that were not included in the hand count audit results for the November election. Now, why is that? We don't know. Keep in mind, once again, the results oh, in the know. state of Georgia were decided by fewer than 13,000 votes. It was a close race. Every vote mattered. And then there's this. An elections expert called Mark Davis analyzed data from the post office. He found that nearly 35,000 Georgia voters moved out of their county of residence more than a month prior to Election Day. They were ineligible to vote, and yet they did. They still voted in their old county. Hatred. illegal. It's not a small thing. <laughs> Violating election law is something we should care about. And by law, their vote should have been excluded from the total. But they were not excluded. Why are we okay with that? Why are we okay with any of this? Well, we're not. And, that, and we're not, Tucker. And Tucker, you're going to get indicted too because you're you're complicit in all of this. You're going to be sitting right next to Donald Trump, and they're going to make this big show indictment and big show trials to drown out noise like that that they feel is noise. The facts, the reporting, the actual facts, mail-in ballots that should be in envelopes that weren't even folded. Here's the thing: <clears throat> like every case, discovery will happen. Will this come out in discovery? Will all of that come out in discovery? Now, the defense team has this opportunity to present all of this, providing that the corrupted judges in these cases allow that defense to be admitted in their courtrooms. That's where the real corruption is going to start. What they're going to allow, what they're not going to allow. <clears throat> they're going to make a big deal over indictments, a big deal over a sheriff wanting to do a, a mugshot, a big deal of the front runner and the... 2024 uh, Republican race is being indicted for the fourth time. Forget about what Tucker Carlson's saying. He's a right-wing shill and he's lying. All of this is lying. The mainstream media is right. You will take the knee. Dead people and pets voted and that was allowed. 
Yep. Rubber stamp all the ballots. Do it. I see you in the chat. Buck fight in one, two, three, four. I agree. This is where we are at. And even CNN is questioning the DA. Even on CNN, they're questioning the DA. I have to point out, she has mm -hmm. intermixed her own political fortunes yep. with this case in a way that I think is going to backfire because significantly of what she said against her. Fundraising. Because of her past statements. A couple of things. First of all, she's already been thrown off a piece of this case because she subpoenaed a Republican candidate for office and then hosted a fundraiser for his mm -hmm. Democratic opponent. The judge threw her off that part of the case and said, quote, what were you thinking? Second of all, she's used her own subpoenas in this case. She subpoenaed Lindsey Graham. Then she recirculated a cartoon, a political cartoon, making fun of Lindsey Graham as part of a political fundraising effort. She's this case is going to be fun public statements, giving Trump's opinion team. that this is a criminal case when the grand jury has not voted on yet that uh, on that yeah. yet she gave her opinion about donald trump's criminal state of mind all of this is bad form by a but, prosecutor she absolutely does know better and it's going to be a problem for her when this case comes just, to fruition ellie before you go because my favorite line of this piece is she said i'm probably not a very good politician but i'm a very good prosecutor my question to you d would any of that mean legally a problem for her if she brings this forward or does it does it just optics I actually disagree with her. I think she's a better prosecutor. You mean than the other way around? Uh, I mean, the, 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 quite the opposite. That's what she said. I'm I think a she's very intermixed good prosecutor. Those two oh, okay. No, she, she's the problem is she has intermixed politics. She should know better as a prosecutor. Legally, here's what happens: she's already been removed from a piece of the case because of a political conflict of interest that she created. And all right, we get it. I can't stand these clowns, but I wanted to share that because even CNN is basically questioning. The validity of the case of the DA, the integrity of the DA. She's fundraising. She is uh, gaining Twitter followings, and she's going after people that she has subpoenaed in cases, thrown off part of the case. It's a complete hack job, and I truly believe that the Trump legal team and Donald Trump himself is looking forward to this indictment and looking forward to this case because of all of the d information that will come out in the discovery, the tapes, everything else. After pulling out hidden boxes this. stuffed with ballots, footage analyzed by Gateway Pundit reveals Freeman apparently scanning the same stack yeah. of ballots over and over We're probably going to be seeing a lot of these videos. Surveillance cameras show these poll workers watched and waited until the GOP observers and reporters had left the room before they resumed scanning their ballots. These four workers then continued Ruby. uninterrupted for over three hours until sometime after one in the morning. During this time, Ruby Freeman, as seen here in the she's video, sitting home laughing, scanned the same batch of ballots at least three times. You get you you get it, you get it. They're all sitting home laughing until they're not, and that's that's the hopes. And this is something. This isn't a federal case, so in the hopes that this will be televised, will be interesting to see again what the judge allows in the courtroom, or the and obviously, listen, the judge could turn around and not allow cameras in the courtroom. Wouldn't surprise me there either because they don't want the court of public opinion, us, to see what is going to be televised as a defense from Donald Trump's team and discovery of videos like this and Tucker Carlson and other things. And that's that's nothing. I'm sure there's loads of things that they will pile into as far as a defense. The bottom line is they're trying to violate the First Amendment of Donald Trump 
our First Amendment for knowing what the accusations are and the evidence is against a, a former sitting president and president, current presidential candidate, which there are none. But they don't want us to know that. They just want us to spin the narrative. Trump supporters are dangerous. Donald Trump is dangerous. We have to secure the judge. We have to secure the courtroom. We have to put roadblocks up. Didn't do any of that for January 6th. And we're going to show once and for all that Donald Trump is a mastermind criminal and should be charged with RICO charges here. And we should bury him under the, the, the prison. Yes, all of those people uh, should be arrested for what they did. Katiana. I had to make sure I could see it right. 1102. You're right. And this is all why we need cameras in every courtroom. It's going to be a wild ride, people, but we can't lose focus. The Santards are busy shitting on us, calling for the boycott of conservative-owned business like mine. And they are actually, I tweeted last night, if you're not following me on Twitter, ajacoby1776, all my social media is in the ticker below. Someone actually came and, and took the screenshot of it and put it out a DeSantis 2024 supporter blatantly saying, I hope Donald Trump goes to prison. Just said this, but they want Donald Trump to go to prison. It's wild. Anyway, hour goes quick. I'll be back tonight. We the People Radio, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. That should be a good show. We're going to have Chris Worrell back, January 6th prisoner, who was convicted and facing a minimum of 10 years when he gets sentenced this month. He's going to be joining us again. He was with us on Friday. We'll have him and his wife with us tonight, and I will be back, of course, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Eastern for another MAGA morning. Thank you for the follow on Twitter, and I will, uh, yeah, we'll see you tonight and tomorrow morning. As always, MAGA hat stays on. You have a good day.